0: our weekly perceptions now then welcome to another podcast normally i do these things in my car uh, however while i'm in my car i can't interview people and i can do when i'm sat at home and today i'm going to be chatting about influencer marketing with the fantastic sonny t how are you doing sonny
1: i'm great man thanks for having me on
0: not a problem at all uh, so first things first um it's probably worth you introducing yourself and just uh Telling everybody a little bit
1: about yourself. Okay, well, I'm Sunny T, like uh, like Simon says. I like that Simon says. All right, so.
0: <laughs> Put your hands <laughs> on your head.
1: <laughs> All right, so I'm Sunny T. Um, basically, I'm like an influencer, uh, a marketer, and I also have like my own uh, influencer agency that I built for myself. Um, I live in the south of France. I'm living my dream life right now and kind of trying out uh, this whole internet thing. That's what's going on with me right now.
0: Sounds amazing, excellent. So, where are you from originally, then, Sonny?
1: Um, originally, I'm from Panama, but obviously, I've spent a ton of time in Los Angeles, California, because that's where the accent is from.
0: Cool, cool. So, what did you do when you were over in California then? Where, where did you? How did you fall into influencer marketing?
1: <laughs> well, to be honest with you, man, um, I started off this whole this whole journey. I've, I've always been an editor and a film editor. Um, I kind of started doing that when I was 18 years old. Um, and that's kind of carried me through. Then I started to um, edit film online for Fiverr. And okay, that's yeah, yeah. what kind of into this whole marketing thing.
0: Sweet. So um, obviously you're working with influencers now. What kind of influencers do you work with?
1: Um, it just depends on what what the, what the gig is calling for. But my special niche right now is either I'm working with uh, myself, which is my own influencer channels, um, or I'm working with like um, fishing, fishing guys, fishing gurus, or like outdoor guys. Uh, for different fishing uh, outfits and outdoor gear outfits.
0: Oh wow! Sounds really interesting. Excellent. So obviously, influencer marketing is 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 a word on everybody's lips at the moment. Whenever I chat to brands and businesses, it's something even I suggest when I chat to people, um, especially if it suits their niche. Um, how how would you suggest people look at going into influencer marketing?
1: All right. So this is kind of like this is like really kind of cool because this is where this is where I kind of created my own agency for my own influencer company. So like I said, I have a, a YouTube channel Now, you wouldn't believe. First of all, don't think that you have to contact people that have like 100,000 people or a million people. Um, I've generated for just one campaign uh, over six figures, like 100, well, like 150,000 bucks in a couple of months for one company by myself. And I only have 4,000 YouTube followers. Wow. So, uh Yeah, it's serious. Like micro influencers are where they're at. So instead of like thinking that you want to talk to one influencer with a million people, talk to a million smaller influencers and you really, really will get a really good bang for your dollar. Um, I just reach out to them myself and just tell them exactly what I want. And um, they're not like unapproachable people, you know, Um, and I created my own agency for that. So and I create I contact the brands as well as the influencers. So I reach out to both ends.
0: That's that's cool. And and you've mentioned something there really interesting to me because one thing I find with a lot of brands is they, especially the bigger brands, not necessarily the smaller guys who maybe like the fishing, the hunting, those kind of people, but more the, the really large brands, the airlines, all those kind of people, they tend to still look at the vanity metrics rather than actually looking at the interaction and the reactional Uh, statistics of an influencer do you find that that's what the smaller guys do or do they still look at that because they want to get the best return on investment
1: yeah you know that's what's man it's really important to look at the engagement right so you're gonna have a lot of people like numbers aren't really important it's how engaged that the audience is with the influencer because someone like for instance i'll mention ty lopez he has a ton of followers but no one believes what ty is saying and so you want to have your product associated with his name. And also um, I've had some of his customers and his customers are just not the type of quality um, customer that I want deal- to deal with. So you really have to watch the influence that you're dealing with. So like, for instance, with me, people saw that uh, I sell apps and, you know, software people saw that I genuinely review the software. I actually use the software. So they believe everything I say. And you'll even see in my comments, Sonny, I believe you before I believe anybody else. Should I buy this software? So it's the engagement that counts. So man, I'm only have I only man only have four thousand subscribers, but those are four thousand buyers, and they're really engaged with what I have to say. So that's going to move sales in a better direction than someone with a million subscribers that really don't even want what you have to sell.
0: And and so, so say for example, we wear brands, um, and we didn't have an agency such as yours to to go out there. How how do you think? Brands should maybe look at approaching influencers. Should they be maybe going out and and one of the big things I talk about is how one of the most underutilized tools I feel on social media is search. So do you feel they should maybe go out there and search for people doing what it is that they're trying to sell in the first place? So if it's somebody who is a hunting company, go out and start searching for hushing. Because they know those people will be hopefully influential that's, in that market.
1: That's exactly what you just should do. Now, I use a couple of tools that are out there, and I don't know um, what tools that um, you would endorse or didn't endorse. I don't want to name them here, but there's. No, a couple feel
0: free. Of tools. Go, for, go for it. Go for it. I don't mind.
1: Okay, cool. So the one that I use is called Awario, and there's another one called Brand Mentions. And then there's quite a few tools, but you look up Brand Mentions and look up Awareo. Both of those are cool tools to use. Um, and they actually will give you mentions every day about different um, people that you're looking for. And it'll it'll actually show you the metrics on how engaged their audience is. And it'll give you analytics about that person and how many how much of a reach they actually have, like 10,000 or 15,000 people or 20,000 people. And it'll show you the growth. And um, there's another company that I use called Social Insights, which is really good because you can look at two competitors side by side as well. Oh, well so in other words, yeah. I... I put Ty Lopez and I'll put uh, Gary V side by side. And <laughs> I've done that. And Gary V gets a lot more engagement and he has a lot more reach as well. So what I do is, is I go look through that. And then I have another little tool that I use. And I need to look up the name of it, man. And this tool is, I use this for, for, for YouTube only. Let me find the name of this tool. While I'm looking for this tool, what I do with this tool, is it gives me, uh, um, I do a search for, let's say, fishing. And it'll give me exactly like the top, channels for fishing and it'll also break down the demographics i need to find that if i don't find the name of it i'll make sure i'll give it to you before we leave be way, yeah. would, but um, just use different tools that you can use to search for the for the for the um for the influencers and then on the outreach itself um it's kind of weird because a lot of people approach them that way um, and there should be a I use a three email sequence approach. All right So what I do first is I will congratulate them or give them an accolades or just talk about them That's the first thing you want to do. You don't want to call or immediately start emailing someone talking about yourself
0: Yeah, a bit like, so, like almost like a LinkedIn connection. You don't want to just uh, jump straight in with a sale kind of thing
1: Well, Simon, do you remember the first email you got from me though? Because I used the same thing on you Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely All right, then. So, you know, I have the first emails just like, hey, what's going on? Congratulations on whatever you're doing. And I really am a listener of your show. I really have genuinely listened to what you said. I'll pick out things that I know that they understand that I like a personalization of the email to say, Simon, I really liked your show. This is what I listened to. And then if they don't pick up on that one, the second email that I send out would be. About influencer marketing. Hey Simon, I know you're interested in influencer marketing. I thought you might you know like this article that I might pick out an article that I thought you liked. Yeah. And, and I really would like to get on the call with you or get on your podcast. Would you, the would you
0: suggest maybe that article that you're suggesting is something you've written yourself or just generally something out in the ether?
1: It could be anything, And it's, cool. especially you know if, if it's something that they've written or if it's a, of a video that they've done. For sure, point out the video themselves, or if it's something that you've written. Say that you got the information from their video or from their podcast or whatever they have, and then say, hey, I just wanted you to take a look at this because I wrote this and I I'm, I put your name inside of this article. Cool. That would work a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: And the third email is the breakup email. Hey, Simon, I've reached out to you several times now about influencer marketing. Look, just do me a favor. Uh, type number one if you're like, hey, Sonny, I'm all set. Sawed off, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> Two study. I'm totally busy. And I just, I really want to hook up with you, but I'm just busy right now. And number three is, you know, I'm sorry. My dog ate your email. Get back to me. like <laughs> right. So and believe it or not that third email works and i use a tool called Mailshake to send out those cold emails like that and it works a treat no that's
0: really cool that's That's a really nice process actually i like that a lot i might have to try that myself actually and so let's try and put the shoe on the other foot then let's say we're both influencers and we don't necessarily have an agency approaching us but we'd like to reach out we know we've got high engagement, say on our Instagram account, and we know we're getting 10 to 20% of engagement of our total audience, which is pretty good in this day and age. So how would you suggest influencers would necessarily go out there and start talking to brands?
1: Man, this is the awesome part of it. Now, most people are waiting on um, brands to either approach them or they're going through agencies and you don't have to. Um, Talking to, I use this very same process that I use to reach out to you to get on your podcast, I use that same process to reach out to brands. The exact same thing that I just told you. Hey, congratulations for being featured on Product Hunt. I saw that you have the Simon's Marketing in Your Card podcast on a new app. And I really think that it was awesome. And I've actually used the app myself. Would love to find out what you're doing in the ways of influencer marketing. I think it'd be a great help to you. Hop on If you'd like to hop on a call, give me a call. Here's my LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. That's the first email that I send out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool and that's it just reach out the same way um find something don't just like what we call spray and pray that's just like don't do that you have to personalize the email let them know that you follow them on a certain channel and put in something personal that you've read of theirs or you know whatever but let definitely let them know this is not just like a spam email or whatever yeah absolutely.
0: absolutely don't don't just um, there's a, a, again something I, I talk about is scattergun approaching a lot of people go for scattergun right. marketing which for the old adage of of, um, throwing off shit and you hope some of it's going to stick kind of thing. But you you don't want to go for that. You want to try and be, like you say, a bit more personalized.
1: Right. So that's it, man. I do the same thing and then I hop on a call immediately and then um, let them know what following you have. Now, it doesn't matter if you only have a few thousand people. Now, to give you my numbers, um, I think I sent my numbers to you in my email. You did. I have 4,000 on YouTube, 25,000 on Twitter, uh, right around, I've lost a few on Instagram because I got lazy. Uh, Eleven thousand on Instagram, and uh, f- I have about five, almost five thousand people in my private private group, and a few hundred people on LinkedIn. But I do really well. I've been maintaining for my own personal self just my influence. Uh, uh, about two hundred thousand this year so far. So I'm doing well with just that small volume
0: that's really good that's really good so let's talk about influence marketing a little bit deeper now because it's it's a like i say it's a very interesting subject and so say we get we're a brand and we're working with somebody for example paul and then he goes and does one of the world's biggest screw-ups how do you do you feel that's going to scare brands off doing things like influencer marketing do did we see a drop when that kind of stuff happened with the suicide forest or do brands go? You know what? He's just a one-off. He's a bit of a muppet. Let's not worry about it.
1: Um, bigger brands definitely don't say that's a one-off and he's just a muppet. They're definitely going to look at the entire uh, landscape to see how that affected influencer marketing. And he—it's de- funny you mentioned him because I just looked at an interview he did with uh, Casey uh, ne- Neesat. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was—yeah, tra- he's trying to get his trying to get his swagger back, and he, he's doing like a documentary about himself. I don't think it's going to work for them, but um, bigger brands definitely are going to look into that. And you do have to kind of have something to say to them about that and say, hey, well, you know, that's one demographic. So if you're talking to someone like Coke or somebody like uh, Budweiser or things like that, to answer your question is, yes, that's going to affect their thinking. But the answer to that, the rebuttal to that is to go with micro influencers. That's why you don't want to go with a major influencer. And if you want to to break down how influencer marketing works, the brands are going to look into areas that they want to affect. So it's better for you to say, let's say, for instance, you were dealing with a Budweiser um, and they wanted to do business. They're going to say, well, I want want to do business like in Colorado. We need more awareness there. It's better for you to contact 2,000 influencers in that Colorado area and let that brand talk, those micro-influencers talk to their people versus one person that's kind of an international person.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So basically what you're trying to say is, is for whatever brand you are, you're better off looking at what you're actually trying to achieve and then talking to the right people to help you achieve that rather than going, let's, again, almost a scattergun approach of we get one big guy and they just scatter out the word and hope it's going to hit where we want to hit it.
1: Well, to be honest with you, it's like influencer marketing, people don't understand, is more targeted than TV. So if you go with an audience, let's just say for people that are looking at the Super Bowl, right, or the World Cup that just happened, and you're saying, hey, come listen to my podcast. Well, I don't know. Maybe some people will. Maybe some people won't. But if you go on Joe Rogan's show, which is a smaller influencer, and they love listening to Joe Rogan, your chances of people coming to listen to your podcast go up by 60 or 70%. So you have to remember that you need to be targeted with your influence. So if you just want to advertise on Gary Vee's channel, you're going to be kind of shot doing a shotgun approach and not really targeted versus going to Joe Schmo, the fisherman that fishes in the backwoods of Georgia. And you want to reach those people for like, let's say for Yeti Cooler is one of my my um, clients. Yeah, yeah. OK, so Yeti wants to get in the backwoods of Georgia. They don't want to just talk to Gary Vee's people. It doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. That's, that's You know what? This has been so interesting. and I, I feel like I could talk forever, but um, <laughs> we've been going for quite a while already. Um, and th- th- the last question I, I, I do want to definitely ask, though, is um, where do you see the future of influencer marketing going? Because obviously um, it, a lot of different brands are looking at it in different ways and, maybe talking to influencers that we might not necessarily consider to be influencers, people who are firewalkers or accountants or so on and so forth. So where, where do you see the future of influencer marketing going over the next 12, 24 months?
1: Oh man, um, to be honest with you, I think that it's going to be the only way to go. And, and honestly, I, I keep mentioning micro-influencers. I keep pushing that because I think that more people need to check out micro-influencers. I think that's where it's going to be, the niche down. And I think that's going to be the only way to go over the next 10 to 12 years. I think that that's where everybody's going to be at. Here recently, just to give you a history lesson, everybody was jumping on e-commerce. Everybody wanted to be a dropshipper. And everybody was jumping on the Facebook ad bandwagon. And then someone started using micro-influencers on Instagram to sell Cat hats and stuff like that, right? Yeah. How about they started making sales when they started using influencers and spent less money? So, of course, because working with a micro influencer now, me, my, my my percentage, I charge fifty percent. But sometimes, depending on who the influencer is, they might only just want a discount for their for their people. They might want to use your product for free. Um, there's three things that have to happen. I want to I want to say this really quickly. There's three things to make this work before you go out. Yeah, no worries. Go for it. You need to have something for the influencer themselves. You need to have something for the audience. And you need to have the brand where they're going to make money. Those things have to happen or it's not going to work. So sometimes uh, the influencer just wants to use your product and they want to offer their audience a big discount on your product. And that's a lot less expensive than saying, hey, I'll give you $20,000 up front. And so it's kind of like the performance pay model. So brands can save a lot of money and startups can save a lot of money by dealing with micro influencers right off the
0: top. And is that where things like um, affiliate marketing come in quite well as well? So they, they offer that discount, the person gets the product and then they go, you know what, if you use this code, you get the discount and then I get a kickback as well kind of thing.
1: Exactly. That's it, man. That's. And it's it's the purest form of affiliate marketing, and the best form of affiliate marketing that you'll ever do is this right here. This it's kind of like in the uh, influencer marketing and affiliate marketing are kind of the same thing, but influencer marketing is the more purest
0: form of it. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to put all your links in the description box, but if there's anywhere in particular you'd like people to come and try and find you, where would that be?
1: Uh, Just in my group, man. My Facebook group is where you can find a lot of free information. I do a lot of classes like that, and that's fhp.io.
0: Awesome. And you use my favorite 4 letter word, free.
1: (laughs) It definitely is free, man.
0: Awesome. Thanks ever so much for chatting to me, Sonny. That was uh, was absolutely great, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks, Simon. Take care.
0: Take care. This podcast has been a Perception Studios UK production.